Pushkin. Where do you see your career in 10 years? What are you doing now to help you get there? The sooner you start enhancing your skills, the sooner you'll be ready. That's why AARP has reskilling courses in a variety of categories like marketing and management to help your income live as long as you do. That's right. AARP has a bevy of free skill-building courses for you to choose from because the steps you choose to take today will help you love what you do in the future. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Here are two ways of thinking about technology and the pizza business. One, technology creates a winner-take-all game. With economies of scale and network effects, the bigger a company gets, the better and cheaper its product gets. And so it just runs away with the game. This is the story of Domino's Pizza, which underneath the hood is a really smart tech company that has used data and algorithms to drive incredible growth. Investors know this. Over the past 10 years, Domino's stock has risen more than the stock of Amazon or Google or Facebook. On the other hand, technology can also benefit small businesses by lowering barriers to entry and creating powerful new efficiencies. But we haven't seen much of this side of technology in the pizza world, at least not yet. Most mom and pop pizza shops haven't changed in decades. And if they don't change soon, they may get destroyed by the tech juggernaut of big pizza. I'm Jacob Goldstein, and this is What's Your Problem? My guest today is Ilir Sella. He's the co-founder and CEO of Slice, a tech company that works with thousands of small pizza shops across the United States. Ilir's problem is this. How do you bring the technological revolution to thousands of tiny mom-and-pop pizza shops? the places where they don't even have time to answer the phone every time it rings. To start, I asked Ilir to talk me through all the things that can go wrong at a pizza shop every time somebody calls in an order. So when you dial in, you'll either get a busy signal. Uh, if you don't get a busy signal, very likely you'll be put on hold. For sure. Right. The guy's got somebody you can hear people screaming in the background, right? They pick exactly. up the phone, the guy disappears. Exactly. And so what we know is, you know, uh, 20 plus percent of phone calls go unattended and then they will take your order, but they will mishear you because it's very loud on the other side. And that means that either the quantity of something that you ordered will be wrong. 
maybe a topping will be forgotten, but there will be something wrong with your order. Sometimes then you have to read out your address. That's a whole other issue. So I might get the address wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Your neighbor gets a free pizza. And I get nothing. You're there two hours later waiting for your pie to arrive. Yeah. That kind of stuff. The bottleneck isn't the pizza oven. <laughs> it's the telephone. It's the telephone. So what Elir's company Slice is trying to do is to get small pizza shops out of the world of telephones and orders scrawled on paper and into the world where customers use an app to order and where the pizza shop runs on a computer system designed by Slice. There is a Slice app, and when you open it, it looks like Seamless or Grubhub or Uber Eats. But Slice is really different than those companies. Those are basically delivery services that charge a fee of around 25%. Slice does not provide delivery, and its fee is typically around 5%. What Slice is really trying to do is to bring Domino's-level technology to the mom-and-pop pizza shop on the corner. These are pizza shops that are about as far from Domino's as you can get and still be selling pizza. These are independently owned and operated. I call them micro businesses. They're not even small businesses. Uh, they don't have a staff of 10 or 20. They're usually a team of two or three people, most often a family, uh -huh. and they're working alone. They're responsible for making the pizza, answering the phone, serving the person who's walking in at the counter, making sure payroll is processed. Uh, sometimes they run out of inventory and they have to run out and pick up inventory. But it's a very reactive, unpredictable, lonely job. So that's, that's your client. That's what it's like sort of behind the scenes at the pizza shop on the corner, which everybody mm -hmm. has, right? Wherever you live, there's some neighborhood pizza shop. And then on the other hand, you have Domino's, right? Domino's which, you know, you think of as a pizza company, but is actually like a really savvy big tech company, essentially, right? It is. And so, I mean, it seems like, in fact, Slice is not so much about, uh, you know, uh, Uber Eats or, a, or DoorDash, but is really more like a Domino's alternative. Is that right? It's spot on. So Domino's uh, made the decision about 15 years ago to focus on becoming a technology-first company because they realized uh, that those inefficiencies that we spoke about earlier exist. And they also realized that they can create much stronger consumer relationships, customer relationships, if the customer was online. Remember mm -hmm. now, you know, uh, for a Domino's, 75% uh, of their orders are being placed digitally. Uh -huh. through their own native channels. That was a brilliant call by Domino's, right? Like, Incredible. They made a really smart call, you know, kind of at the beginning of the iPhone era. They saw what was coming and they did it. Exactly. And tell me all the ways that's paid off for them. So they were the first, to, uh, first national chain to invest in a best-in-class native mobile ordering experience. Uh -huh. They were the first company to have a nationwide rewards program that is tied to the online you know, mobile ordering experience. So you get all these rewards if you ordered online. Uh, and in fact, they're the first company to stop advertising phone numbers. Uh -huh, interesting. Domino's does not want you to call them. They don't want yeah. you to call. That's the user point of view. Tell me all the reasons that's good for Domino's. So why is that good for Domino's? Let's fast forward and 
look at it today, and as I mentioned, 75% of the volume is digital. When that happens, you tip a scale when it comes to insights. Because most of the customer base is now digital, I can now predict using data, data science and, and insights, I can predict what will happen at a Domino's location every single day. Uh -huh. So Domino's for a Friday, they know how many sales they will have. So one, the experience for the consumer becomes much better because when you order a pizza for Domino's, most likely that pie is already in the oven. Wow. They're anticipating it. Wow. That's Those super insights smart. are very powerful. They knew I very was going to order that pizza right now. And so they started cooking it five minutes before I ordered it. Exactly. And wow. I would say that's one. Two, there's no food waste. So they don't have to, they don't have to remake a pizza or throw it away. Uh, three, it's directly connected to their entire um, sort of workflow. And so there isn't a, a ton of inefficiencies in terms of which driver is going to take which order and where it's going to be delivered. All of this data feeds into their team and gives them insights, gives them direction into how they need to handle every single customer. So when you talk about all those things that Domino's does and how smart they are because of it. It's sort of amazing that there's so many mom and pop pizza shops still in business. Ah, yes. And and this is the this is the aha moment for me. Domino's has solved a lot of the business challenges and inefficiencies of running a pizza shop. However, it asks for one major trade-off, and that is your creative freedom. You cannot have you know, Elir's Pizza Shop in, in my own family recipe, you know, you can't bring that forward when you open up a Domino's. You have to trade that off. Sure. I mean, that's true from the point of view of the entrepreneur, but from the point of view of the customer, I mean, I don't prefer Domino's Pizza. Like, does the shop around the corner just stay in business because people prefer the pizza there or they like, like, why hasn't Domino's just wiped everybody out is, is kind of the question. Well, they've, they've done a great job and they've taken market share, but it's clear that the consumer loves the authenticity and the variety that comes with local. There's, you know, closer connections, better connections with that local operator. And in many cases, the consumer is foregoing a more convenient mobile experience for a better, better quality product. And, you know, I think there's, a, there's an opportunity to solve for both. Okay. Remember, Domino's has 6,000 locations. Yeah. Slice works with 18,000 locations. So Team Slice is bigger than Team Domino's in terms of revenue, in terms of number of pizzas sold. Without a doubt. Our goal and my vision is to help that independent operator to be in business for themselves, but not by themselves. How do we create a community around this industry and empower it with the similar sort of operating system and tools and technology that Domino's brings to their franchisees. So there's an idea that's interesting to me that is bigger than just pizza. Pizza's big, but this is, is not just a pizza idea. And it's about uh, technology and how it seems like sometimes technology drives us toward a winner-take-all, right? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, certainly we've seen that, say, with, with a Google or even with social media, right? You have these very powerful network effects. That's right. But it also seems like there are instances when uh, technology can lower barriers to entry and create efficiencies uh, for, you know, smaller businesses. 
And I don't know what quite the right analogy is, but I was thinking like, it, it reminds me a little like Domino's and Slice reminds me a little of like Amazon and Shopify, right? Amazon is this giant, centralized, brilliant e-commerce company. And then you have Shopify, which is very clever and lets anybody who wants to sell stuff online with a lot of like powerful, smart technology. It's, it's well said. Uh, we, we get a lot of analogies and a lot of uh, examples are uh, sort of similar to that, um, you know, specifically to our customers. There's a major difference, even with Shopify, that, that is an incredible company that has built all of these tools. And then the entrepreneur goes and leverages those tools to be, to be successful and to have an online presence. The challenge in our industry is if we just built the tool and then made it available to these operators, well, that's just another job for them to do. Uh -huh. And what the mistake a lot of people make is they say, okay, hey, independent operator, small business owner, you can go and compete with Domino's and they're still gonna lose. They're still gonna lose because they're, they're alone and they don't have that experience. So the difference between a, even a Shopify and Slice is that Slice takes on the responsibility of partnering closely with these operators and managing the online economy, the online experience and the digital tools on their behalf and then giving them all the insights back so that they know exactly what's going on in this online world. So why only pizza? Like your app, it looks just like a, you know, a Grubhub app or whatever, but I open it and it's only pizza. And like, I mean, I like pizza. I know people love pizza, <laughs> but like, why only pizza? Why not? <laughs> Fair. It's a big market. It's a $47 billion industry in the US. Okay. And that's just revenue that passes through 77,000 pizza shops. What share of those are independent shops? 75%. Oh, most, most. 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 Yeah. Why does everybody love pizza? <laughs> Why does everybody love pizza? Asking the tough questions on what's your problem. No, no. I think it I think it brings us back to happy celebratory times in our life. If you remember growing up, when did you have pizza? Soccer games. Football game, yeah. Birthday parties. Moments where you typically came together with other people. So pizza is the ultimate social food. It has eight slices. I mean, I'm sure some people will eat all eight. I've done it before and it's, uh, it's great, but it's meant to be shared. And so there's this incredible positive uh, feeling that you get when you order a pizza. I would say two, it is um, delicious. It travels well <laughs> and it just tastes really good. I mean, it's a nice combination of a, uh, you know, a doughy based sort of protein, you know, obviously the sauce and it's, it's, it's a really balanced product. The fat is so good. You didn't say fat, but that's really what's <laughs> doing the lifting. Let's be honest. Right. Right. And I would say the last part is this matters. It's incredibly affordable. Yeah. For many families and many households, pizza is the night out in. Yeah. And uh, so I would say for those reasons, um, it has become a staple. It's an American institution. American is an interesting word there, not Italian. Like the thing we eat is not even. It used to be, but not not the the pizza we consume is very American, very much an, an American product. After the break, 
how Slice may soon be solving problems in the physical world, including how to deliver cardboard boxes to thousands of pizza shops. You probably think it's too soon to join AARP, right? Well, let's take a minute to talk about it. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? More specifically, your career, your health, your social life. What are you doing now to help you get there? There are tons of ways for you to start preparing today for your future with AARP. That dream job you've dreamt about? Sign up for AARP reskilling courses to help make it a reality. How about that active lifestyle you've only spoken about from the couch? AARP has health tips and wellness tools to keep you moving for years to come. But none of these experiences are without making friends along the way. Connect with your community through AARP volunteer events. So it's safe to say it's never too soon to join AARP. They're here to help your money, health, and happiness live as long as you do. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash wisefriend. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Now, back to the show. Ilir was born in Macedonia, moved to Staten Island when he was 10, and kind of grew up in the pizza business. I have a lot of family members that own pizza shops. So so hung out at my uncle's pizza shop. It was called John Anthony's in Brooklyn. Um, you know, we'd make pizzas if, if we needed to. We did a bunch of deliveries. But um, most of my teenage years whether it was the weekend or some weeknights we would spend at a, at a pizza shop. Ilir went to college in Staten Island and started a tech support business that he later wound up selling. So I had that business because of that family members saw me as the tech guy <laughs> and they wanted me to build them websites and online ordering for their shops. For their pizza and I shops. Realized, yeah. For their pizza shops. And then, you know, I kind of realized that all these pizza shops were very similar. They just had a different recipe. Uh, the first version of Slice was called MyPizza.com. I bootstrapped the company for six years. We didn't raise any any money. Um, so in the beginning, it was mostly uh, the consumer was placing an order online. The order would make it to my telephone. 
and then I would phone the pizzeria. I would call the pizzeria with your order. What year was this, by the way? Was it, it was 2000? 2010. 2010. So, so the people had, there, there, was, there were iPhones. It was an app store. I'd go online. I'd think I'm doing this high-tech thing, ordering on my phone. It turns out there's just a guy, namely you. Just you read it and then you call the pizza shop? That's right. Presumably you had to call it in because it was 2010. Like they probably didn't even have iPhones, a lot of them, right? Like all they had was a telephone and a pizza oven and cheese and a cash register, right? There would be no way with a lot of these shops in 2010 to send them a digital order. Absolutely. And and even if you had a way, they were not going to adopt that. Just because they were old fashioned, basically. Old fashioned. They didn't want to change the way that they operated, that they worked every day. Great. Remember, it's, it's an individual operator. Any changes to the workflow is a huge disruption to your day. You don't have the time, right? It's a big disruption. So tell me sort of where you are in the arc of figuring all that technology stuff out. Like clearly your app lets me order online from the corner pizza store, right? So it, it at least provides the opportunity to move customers off of the phone and you know off of to move customers away from calling in their order and toward mm -hmm. placing the order digitally which is clearly better and more efficient for everybody where are you on on all of the other like the pizzas in the oven before i even order it because you knew i was going to order it like are you doing that do you want to do that absolutely okay. now we're on this journey to make sure that all of these locations have very similar a very similar tech stack across the board. Once we have this consistent tech stack across all these independent shops, we now have community level, network level data and insights. And we can use that information, those insights, to empower the individual shops. Right. So they can, they can collectively now know what to charge for a large pizza. What is the expected delivery time from the consumer in that city or town? Um, how do menus, you know, how are they evolving? What are the most popular items? So in essence, they're not, they're no longer just, um, you know, alone and looking at the data just from their own customer base, but they kind of know what's happening industry-wide. And what kind of data, if any, are you sending back to the shops now? Like, what can you tell them now based on what you already know? Today, it's super, uh, I would say, high-level high basic data about uh, consumer insights. So we know tipping point or the threshold for the consumer delivery fee. So we know what the consumer expects oh. for a delivery fee in a town. Is there a secret number that's the most people will pay for delivery? Oh, no, it varies from, from town to town. So if you're in New York, you have to have free delivery. That is the expected uh -huh. Uh -huh. delivery fee from the consumer. If you're in uh, L.A., you can probably get by with three or four dollar delivery fees. It it literally varies town to town or city to city. What else do you know already? We know what is the um, threshold for delivery time. So what is the, the optimal ETA estimated time of arrival? Uh, and that is also geography based, but it's also time of day, day of week based. So we know that on a Friday night, the consumer is a little bit more tolerant. Uh -huh. for you know a wider delivery time but if it's lunchtime on a monday they expect it really really fast and that also varies by geography what else do you know we know uh what is the average price of a pizza of a large cheese pizza by town we know when the price is super high we know when the price is probably on point or when it's too low uh, especially relative to the quality 
score of the shop. So what do you what do you not know yet that you hope to know in the future? What are some of the data sort of problems you haven't solved yet? We don't have a ton of visibility uh, from the shop side. So what are they paying for different supplies? What are they ah. paying for cheese? What are they paying for, you know, dough and all these things? And so how does that differ from, from location to location? Um, so what we really want to do better is connect the insights and the data from the from the seller, from the shop side, um, so that we can sort of create a closed loop of, of insights and information. You get any pushback from shops who are like, wait, I got my secret cheese guy giving me a great deal on cheese. I don't want my rival across town to know about it. I'm not going to tell you that. Not really, because every single independent is uh, being price gouged because they don't have the leverage. Uh huh. You mean they're they're paying more than Domino's anyway? So if I got a if I got a corner shop, my my competition who I care about is not the other corner shop across town. It's Domino's. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Or to be quite honest, if I can if I can band together with the other shops in town and lower the price, I'm willing to do that. Mom and pop pizza shops of the world unite. You have nothing United. to lose but your expensive mozzarella. Exactly. Exactly. And so um, I'll give you an example. We launched a pilot to uh, to bring packaging supplies to pizza shops. We uh, we filled a, a warehouse, a 10,000 square foot warehouse with a bunch of pizza boxes. To an order of magnitude, how many pizza boxes is that? It's a good question. Is it like, a million? Um, not quite a million, but somewhere in the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands. Okay. And and there's more orders coming because it's a, it's like the first first order that we placed. But what we did was we went to the largest pizza box manufacturer in the US. And we negotiated a rate that is similar to what Domino's negotiated for their franchisees. And do you think, I mean, are you going to get into the cardboard box business? Like, is that going to be part of what Slice does? It's looking really, really promising. There's an incredible demand and an appetite from pizza shops to pay $20 for a bundle instead of 35. The reason why I love it is because then we can pass that saving back to the consumer. By the way, that's that's the secret of Domino's is because of their efficiencies, they didn't raise prices for 15 years. Yeah. Domino's has kept the same prices. So, well that's I mean technological change driving efficiencies and making things cheaper is good, right? That is the long-term story of how the world gets richer. Exactly. So, uh, will we get into it at scale to be determined, but it's certainly looking promising and we will do anything that is necessary to help uh, independent operators, small businesses succeed. I got to say, I love the story of the, you know, startup tech unicorn getting into the cardboard box business, partly because it's just so physical and real, but also because it's a reminder that this story is really all about Slice trying to bring the benefits of scale in every dimension. In order to compete with Domino's, the mom and pop pizza shops need to use the same tech stack and aggregate their data so they can use analytics to accurately predict customer behavior. But also, they should band together and buy cardboard boxes in bulk because they're cheaper that way. In a minute, the lightning round with lots of questions about pizza. You probably think it's too soon to join AARP, right? Well, let's take a minute to talk about it. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? More specifically, your career, your health, your social life. 
What are you doing now to help you get there? There are tons of ways for you to start preparing today for your future with AARP. That dream job you've dreamt about? Sign up for AARP reskilling courses to help make it a reality. How about that active lifestyle you've only spoken about from the couch? AARP has health tips and wellness tools to keep you moving for years to come. But none of these experiences are without making friends along the way. Connect with your community through AARP volunteer events. So it's safe to say it's never too soon to join AARP. They're here to help your money, health, and happiness live as long as you do. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash wisefriend. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. That's the end of the ads. Now we're going back to the show. Okay, let's do the lightning round. Great. Anchovy or pineapple? Neither. (laughs) Neither. Very good. (laughs) Um, what's one piece of advice you'd give to somebody trying to solve a hard problem? Hard problems take a long time to solve. Um, be really passionate about solving the problem. Um, but don't just do it because you want to make money or for some other reason, because then you will not have the patience to stay with it long enough to actually solve it. Uh, What's the most overrated pizza topping? Mushrooms. (laughs) Mushrooms. <laughs> Good. What's the most underrated pizza topping? Uh, hot honey. Hot honey. That's right. I never even heard of it. That's how underrated it is. There you go. Chicago pizza or New York pizza? Just kidding. Obviously, New York. Chicago pizza is a pie. It's not even pizza. It's not even pizza. Thank you. <laughs> um, what do you understand about the world because you grew up in Staten Island? People have to work really, really hard for a long time to earn more than fifty or $60,000 a year. And for most people, ordering takeout or delivery is a luxury and not, you know, not something that they can do every single day of the week. 
Do you think Slice will always be a pizza company? No. What's next after pizza? We're looking at bakeries. We're looking at like taco shops. Mexican ah, takeout yeah. and delivery is a really big deal. So th- those are the areas we're kind of trying to learn more about. What's the best pizza you've ever had? Best pizza I've ever had on a, on a midsummer day. Let's call it around 4 or 5 p.m. You're in Brooklyn. You go to LMB Spumoni Gardens. Ah, I know it. You get the LMB, you know, square pie. Uh, you get, a, you know, three or four cans of Pepsi with a couple of friends. And you sit outside and the sun is setting and it's kind of hot. And you're having a slice with a, with a cold can of, uh, of Pepsi or Coke. Very nice. Um, <laughs> thank you for your time. Thank you. This has been one of my favorites because it's been uh, a combination of fun and challenging at the same time. Oh, great. Fun and, like fun and, uh, fun and challenging. Fun and interesting. Fun and thoughtful yeah, is what we're going I like for. The, I like the thoughtfulness. Exactly. Ilir Sella is the founder and CEO of Slice. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be doing some more shows about the future of food. Uh, coming next week is an interview with Pat Brown, the founder of Impossible Foods. His problem? How do you make meat without animals? Today's show was edited by Robert Smith, produced by Edith Russolo, and engineered by Amanda K. Wong. I'm Jacob Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob Goldstein, or you can email us at problem at pushkin.fm. We'll be back next week with another episode of What's Your Problem? Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. How do you create present and future value? As a leading provider of specialized finance operations and technology advisory services for Fortune 500 companies, emerging growth market leaders, and private equity sponsors, cross-country consulting solves today's most pressing challenges and creates present and future enterprise value. With tailored, integrated solutions for accounting, risk, technology-enabled transformation, and transaction solutions, CrossCountry works as a strategic partner and collaborative part of your team. The future-ready business, insight and within reach. Go to crosscountry-consulting.com to learn more. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.